Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Christian Parenting Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, podcast host and author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You. Here on the podcast, it's my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We spend so much time in the mornings using up all of that really good decision-making power on things that are not even important. Like, do I want to wear polka dot stripes? Do the kids want sandwiches or chicken? Like, who cares? Like, pick something. So the way to help eliminate the decision fatigue is by preparing on Sunday so that you can eliminate some of those things you don't have to think about and focus on those things that are really actually important. So you're not, you know, walking around at two o'clock just like zonked out because you have no more decision-making power there. Aloha, friends, and welcome back to the Boy Mom Podcast. So glad you're here with me and really excited to share this episode. I have an interview with Tony Ann Mayembe, and I just love what she has to share. Now, I just met Tony Ann online recently and saw that she is an incredible woman juggling so many things. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but not only is she a dentist and in the Navy Reserves, but she has a couple little boys and a podcast. She's doing a whole lot. And she has found that a true secret to simplifying and organizing her life is routines, some simple routines that she is going to share with us today. She has a Sunday routine, a morning routine, and an evening routine. So this is especially for all of my working mom friends out there, whether you work outside or inside the home. That is Tony Ann's specialty, although I do believe that what she's sharing is good for all of us, homeschool moms, even if your kids go to school and you stay home all day, we all need routines. And I love what she's sharing. She does have a free download that we will be linking to in our show notes that I think will be super helpful to you. And uh, she talks about a lot of other things as well. So when you link over to her site, you can check out everything that she has to share. But I am really excited to dive right in and I don't want to take any more time. So I just want to thank you for 
for being here and uh, just appreciate so many of you spreading the word about this podcast. I love it when you take a screenshot on your little phone of this podcast, whichever episode you're listening to, and you're sharing it to your stories. That's a great way to tell other people about the Boy Mom Podcast. And our community has grown. I think we've doubled in the last year, getting more and more downloads. And I'm so encouraged. And it's all thanks to you, the listeners. So guys, thanks so much. And without further ado, I'm going to dive into this fun conversation with Tony Ann Mayambi. I'll have a few final words to say at the end. Hey, Tony Ann, welcome back to the Boy Mom Podcast. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So listeners, you need to know that Tony Ann's a good sport. We already did this once and somehow me and technology, you know, we don't always get along great. So um, somehow it came out with like half the recording only. So I feel like I know you well and we just get to dive right in like old friends. So thanks again. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm super excited. I was like just preparing for this conversation and getting really excited because you're going to inspire me today. People know that I often have these conversations um, kind of selfishly because they're things that I need and I'm working on. And so with that in mind, I'm hoping there's a few other people out there who are in the same boat. But before we dive in, talk about routines and schedules and simplifying our life by getting a little more order to our life. Um, can you just introduce yourself? Tell everyone who you are and where you are and about your family. Yeah, yeah. So I am Tony Ann Mayembe. I am in Jacksonville, Florida. I am a full-time dentist and a reservist in the Navy. Then I also decided I don't have enough to do. So I have the blog and podcast, Real Heavy Mom. <laughs> I love what I do. Um, it's it's okay, a lot I need of fun. to pause right there. She said she's a full-time dentist. You're a reservist in the Navy. Yes. Blog, podcast. Okay, everyone, I thought I was busy, <laughs> but this is next level. You need routines in your life, right? You have to. Yes. Yes. Okay. I can't so go survive. On. I had to interrupt. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> can't survive without them. Um, I am a boy mom too, two boys. Like I said, I love what I do, but um, just like we just said, yeah, routines is like a, a necessary in my life. And um, I started The Real Happy Mom about um, three years ago, and it was really kind of selfishly for myself because I realized that there was a lot of things that were out there um, for stay-at-home mom, wanted to get more resources for the working mom and mm -hmm. didn't find those. So I've always been the type that's like, oh, if you can't find it, create it. So that's what I did. Um, but it. then I also learned something else too, that a lot of the problems that we have as moms, um, I thought I was a unicorn and I was the special person, but I find out it happens to everybody. So yeah. just wanted mm. to make sure that I shared those um, practical tips and solutions that I found with other moms. So that's a oh, little bit it. about me. No, I love it so much. And it's funny because I've always identified as a stay-at-home mom, but more recently I'm like, really, if I added up the amount of hours I work, I guess I'm actually a work-at-home mom. And that's funny for me to say because I've spent so many years being like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I think people listening, there's probably a good variety of people working remotely, working at home, trying to build a little side gig, uh, maybe homeschooling. So whatever you do, we usually find a way to fill our days, right? Nobody's, nobody's sitting around. I don't know anybody sitting around like eating bonbons, watching daytime TV, but if you're doing that, then you just enjoy out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, how old are your boys again? They are eight and five. 
Eight and five. Okay. And are they in school now? You got yes. school going on in Florida? All right. Yeah. They're back okay. in the classroom this year. Yep. Okay. Terrific. And you got some other fun hobbies that I just like to talk about. You you like um, to watch. You don't, you don't wrestle yourself, right? You watch WWE. Is that what we call it? I'm yes. Not yes. In that world. <laughs> Tell us how that got started. I love that in your notes. I know it's it's funny because everyone's like you're not the demographic. I was I, I know I know, <laughs> but it's something that actually started um, when me and my husband we first got married. We lived in Nebraska. That's where we met, and um, he used to go to his brother's house to watch WWE because I was like I don't want to watch that stuff. Um, and one day it was a really bad snowstorm. He got stuck and he couldn't leave. So I was like, oh well, I guess you got to stay here and watch WWE. So I sat down with him and I was like hooked ever since. So. <laughs> He kind of gave me the intro. I know. It was bad, too, because it was right before WrestleMania, which is kind of like the Super Bowl of WWE. And he got me hooked on it right before then. That's okay. Can we go to WrestleMania? He was like, oh, my gosh. Like, sit down. No. That is (laughs) so funny. No, but I think there's a lot of things out there that we assume that we wouldn't be interested in. I know for me. My boys all surf, but I was—I never before would have watched surfing on TV, but it's always on if there's a pro contest. And now I'm to the point where I will get so sucked in and I'm like, no, I can't do anything. I have to, wa- I have to see the end of this. So it's, it's fun. Yes. There's always, always something new we can learn, right? Why not? Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, I was really excited when I uh, came across your website and all the things you do, because I think I'm going through a season and, you know, a lot of people are going through times right now where they say they're feeling a little overwhelmed, um, just can't get on a schedule, all that. And and a lot of people are blaming COVID and I'm like, I want to blame COVID, but the truth is I, um, I, nothing really changed for me with COVID as far as my routine goes, because I homeschool. And if anything... I used to have four kids at home and I'm down to two, but I don't know why. I've just really had trouble getting my act together and getting any kind of a schedule. I felt more overwhelmed this year than ever. I'm like, I I should be a pro by now, but I know a couple things. One, early this fall, I had Ali Casaza on talking about decluttering. So that's something I'm on a mission to do is just continue to work on having less stuff. But then secondly, and I think this is huge, is I just think I need to get better at time management and organizing my routines. And so when I saw that that's what you're all about, I'm like, come preach to me, help me and hopefully help a lot of other people. So can you tell us kind of how you even started to focus on that for yourself? Yeah, yeah. So routines is something that I used to think was like only for kids. Um, And then I learned that it is beneficial for all of us um, just because of that predictability and um, just having that stability in your life. And I know life happens and um, there's things that are beyond our control, but when we have routines in place, it just makes our life so much easier. Mm. And the way I came about it is because I started to notice that my plate was like overflowing with things going on as far as Mm -hmm. work. And then the kids... So the way that I found that I was able to manage things better is if I had a routine so that I made sure that I was getting the things that were important to me done. So um, I really got um, big on it in particular once I started creating my routines, in particular my Sunday routine, morning routine, and evening routine. Those are my three big ones. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because I notice when I don't do them, I'm not very happy (laughs) and things are a lot more chaotic. 
And I was really big on just trying to make things simple because I think a lot of times we have a lot of things going on where we make it overly complicated and it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be. So the way that I find, um, you know, the simplicity is by having those routines and cutting the things out that I don't need in there. Okay. I love that so much. And there's no doubt that when I'm most frustrated and wanting to blame everybody in my life for all my problems, usually, if I'm honest, there's something I can do personally to just kind of regain control. I think when we feel out of control is when we're the most grumpy and irritable with everybody. But when you can control your own schedule, I think that makes a huge difference. And it just gives you that that sense of, you know, you're not just flailing around chaotically, but you've got a sense of control. And then if other people, like for me, I've got these surfers and when the surfers get like our daily schedule might change, you know, we might plan that tomorrow morning they're going to get up early and surf, but then the surf's not good. So, okay, now they're going to be home, but they're going to surf later. And, and it's just like, ah, but if I have a routine, I can say, you know what, you guys might change, but this is me. This is when I'm available. This is how I'm going to roll huge difference. Okay. Do you mind walking us through each of those, you know, and what I love is You've got this available. We're going to be linking to your website where you have the Sunday routine available. And I got that and I loved it. And what I loved is exactly what you said. It's not complicated. It's like, I can do this. I don't have to reinvent the wheel and and get really fancy here. This is something anyone can do. So will you start with a Sunday routine and why that's important and then what it looks like? Yeah, yeah. So Sunday routine um, for me is huge because this is the the time that you're going to set up your week. Um, you want to make sure that you're preparing for the week so that um, one, you're not so overwhelmed, two, you're prepared, and three, you can um, not have those moments where you're running around with your hair on fire kind of feeling. So it's really <laughs> important to take that time to prepare on Sundays. And the other reason why it's super huge to have that Sunday routine, at least for me, I have found that um, a lot of us as moms, we suffer from decision fatigue. And for those who are mm. like, what is that word? Um, it's basically when you just run out of that decision-making power. So I like to think of it as you have a hundred decisions that you can make in a day, really great decisions. Once you've exceeded that hundred, two things happen. Either you don't make decisions at all, or you make really poor choices. So <laughs> you definitely don't want to get to that point. And a lot of I times what I find is we spend so much time in the mornings using up all of that really good decision-making power on things that are not even important. Like, do I want to wear polka dot or stripes? Do the kids want sandwiches or chicken? Like, who cares? Like, pick something. So the way to help eliminate the decision fatigue is by preparing on Sunday so that you can eliminate some of those things you don't have to think about and focus on those things that are really actually important. So you're not, you know, walking around at two o'clock, just like zonked out because you have no more decision-making power there. So that's the real reason why that I think Sunday routine is huge. I love that. And I think that I would just sleep that much better on a Sunday night and wake up Monday just feeling ready for the week when you're not like, okay, you know, almost like a victim of the week ahead of you. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because a I lot love of that. people suffer from the whole Monday blues because they're like, oh, no, got to go back to work. But if you're prepared and ready, like you're like, yeah. okay, come on, game on, let's go. Monday, let's go. Totally. Like there's no better feeling than leaving the house and going, dinner's in the crock pot. I know what we're having. I know the laundry routine, like knowing. Okay. So, so tell us the the main ingredients of a Sunday routine. 
Yes, main ingredients. So there are five main things. I'm going to run through them quickly and then we can kind of deep dive into those. So the five are um, getting your clothes ready for the week, getting your meals, um, I would call it a menu, get your menu ready for the week, get your week planned out, Mm -hmm. um, reboot your devices, and then uh, clean out your purse. Those are the five big ones. Oh yeah. I love that. Okay. Okay. Walk us through. Clothes is yes. especially important if you're leaving the house because yes. my my work uniform is pretty much sweatpants. So that one isn't as applicable if you're working at home. But if you're leaving the house for work, you got you to gotta look professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. But even too, it's not even if you're, you're staying home because you also want to include those um, um, days if you're having a date night, if you have a meeting or a presentation, because I know you're probably doing some Zoom calls or something. So you yep, want to yep. ha- at least have the top half you're of right. the night. At least have the top half. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to make sure that you're preparing those things. So for me, I wear uniforms. So I'm like you, I I, I don't need yeah. the sweatpants, but I wear um, all black. So it's black top, black pants. So I will literally get everything out, have it on a hanger ready to go. I also, want to make sure that we're looking at the weather um, to make sure because um, here in Jacksonville can be a little bipolar. I'll be honest. Some days it's like super hot. Some days it's not so hot. So I'm making sure to account for those days. So you either have that cardigan ready or the rain boots because it's about to be a, you know, a storm out there or whatever it is. Right. Um, but um, also to um, looking out for any date nights, special events, things like that, just having mm-hmm. everything ready to go from Monday yep. to Sunday, what you need. So it's ready so to go. Good. So good. Okay. I love that. Close. Now, number two is going to be big for everyone. Meals. Meals. Yes. And again, we want to keep it simple. So I... I'm getting better at the meal prepping. I'm not totally there yet, but again, we're just trying to eliminate the decision fatigue and try to minimize that. So for me, when I come home at the end of the day, the last thing I want someone to ask me is what's for dinner? Like pick something. <laughs> I don't care. So the way to, to do this is to go through your refrigerator pantry, look at what you already have, and then start to develop a menu um, you know, that um, based on things you already have. So you don't have to worry about, oh, do I need to go pick up chicken or, you know, do I need to go get this from the grocery store? You already know what you have and what you can prepare. So literally just taking a piece of paper, write Monday through Saturday and write what you're going to have for dinner each night. You can even go as far as doing breakfast and lunch. But for us, it's pretty, it's pretty easy doing breakfast and lunch. It's usually dinner time. It's the one dinner. that's the hardest. So just making a menu so you know that these are the things that you have available, not necessarily saying that you have to eat tacos on Tuesday. You can have it on Wednesday, but you know that you have those things ready for you. Okay. So a couple side questions just for you. Do you, have you ever used like a a meal prep service or meal delivery? Do you do any of that or do you do all your own food? I have not done a meal delivery service. What I did do a lot of is door dashing, but Ooh, that yeah. gets expensive really fast. <laughs> it so does. I have to stop. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's so fun. I live out in the country, so I'm always like, ooh, if I lived where that was easy, I could see getting in a real habit. Okay, how about I have used prep dish before, which is a they send the meal plan and you go to the grocery store and prep everything. And that that's been very helpful when I've used that. I've gotten out of the habit more recently, but I should revisit. But um, do you like, is there a day of the week you go to the grocery store or do you, are you the grocery shopper or your husband? Who does that? So we do it together. So we use Aww. the Walmart <laughs> delivery app. So I literally oh. have my favorites already marked. So I'll just put the things that I want in the cart and then I'll go through on Saturday and kind of look around and see like, okay, do we have, you know, what meats we have? Because the kids and the husband, they eat a lot of the meat. Sure. So 
just yep. looking at what we already have, then adding things in there. And I'll go to him because let me tell you something. Um, this is um something for all moms. Like we try to do everything ourselves. Like make sure you get people involved and help you because what I was doing is I was ordering the same thing over and over and over again. So we had like five things of sugar and my husband's like, why do you keep ordering sugar? And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't know we had it. So I always have him just double check and like make sure that I didn't add something on there that I didn't. So it's usually me, but he just, you know, spots checks me. I love that. No, that's good. And also why not? Right. They can, they can be a part of this. They can help a little bit more, at least in my family. I'm like, you know, some of these big humans could probably do more than I'm having them do. Oh yeah. Okay. They can help out so a lot. do you, so do you write on like a whiteboard, the meal plan? So people know when they get home from school or whatever, what's for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually have it um, right as you go out of the garage, there is a calendar and then the menu that is included in that checklist that you can get for free. Um, It is just literally says Monday through Sunday. And I'll just like um, put it inside of, um, I get a Dollar Tree um, picture frame and I'll put it inside there and I just use a dry erase marker and write on there what we're having for dinner. So it's right there as I'm going out the door. So I know like, oh, I need to go take the chicken out of the freezer or, oh, ask the husband to do this for me. All right, friends, hope you're enjoying this chat. And I just have to pause here real quick because we are just a couple days away from the Christian Parenting Every Parent Wants to Know digital event, which kicks off on October 15th. So if you're catching this a little later, you can still use the links and you still may be able to get into it. But if you're catching this in real time in October, October 15th is the big day. Now we had our first digital event last fall, had another one in the spring, and everybody loves these. They're so encouraging and so inspiring. Once you get your ticket, you have until the end of the year to catch speakers like Christine Kane, Anthony Evans, Jess Connolly, Kristen and Benjamin Watson, Heather McFadden, and so many more. So be sure to grab a ticket now, and you can use my little link, which is bit.ly forward slash boy, mom, every parent. I know that's a funny link, so I'll say it again. bit.ly forward slash boy, mom, every parent. And that will take you to the page where you can check out what is in this digital event. It is all about things that every parent wants to know, including me and probably you. Things like, how do I talk to my kids about money? How do I raise kids who fully rely on and trust in the Lord? How do I raise justice-minded kids? How do I pray for my kids? You guys, these are all good questions, and we don't pretend to have all the answers, but we do have the next best thing, which is trusted moms and dads who can speak on it, who will resonate with you, who you will be encouraged and inspired by, and they'll probably make you laugh too. So I hope you can get your tickets at bit.ly forward slash boy, mom, every parent. I can't wait for this event, and I hope to see you there. Okay, move, take us on to the next step. We did close meals. Number three. Number three would be preparing for the week. Now, this one is a little bit of a process that I have refined over mm-hmm. um, the months and years here. But um, the first thing, before you even start opening up your planner and looking at things, I always like to start with just a brain dump and not um, just brain dumping um, just like all the things you need to do. I like to do it in categories. So okay. I categorize my life in different areas. So for me, I have work, I have Navy, I have the kids, husband, me, um, real happy mom, 
and I just put other for like other people because like I always forget my best friend's birthday and I hate being that friend that forgets <laughs> her birthday. So I always Thank like you. to bring up all the things that I need to do. So literally just sitting down and thinking like, okay, what do I need to get done for the house? What do I need to get done for me? And just writing it all down on paper and getting it out of my head. Cause the brain think, dump. Yeah. Yes. Cause I think a lot of times we try to walk around and feel like we have to remember everything, but if you get it out on paper, it's easier to kind of organize and prioritize. So once you have it all on paper, then it's time to look and see like what you can get done like now and what you can put off, um, what you can automate, get someone to help you with, um, all of those different things. Um, then once you've gone through and prioritized after that, then you can look and see what you really need to get done, done this week and start to plan things out. So I always like to make sure I'm looking at not just my um, calendar or schedule. I'm looking at my husband and the kids um, because a lot of times I think we we kind of get that tunnel vision where we're just like looking like, okay, I'm going to get all these things done. But you forget like the kids have an event or your husband has to go out of yeah. town. Like Serious that variables. Throws, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it throws things off just a little bit. So just looking at everyone's schedule and seeing where you can kind of plug some of those things in. So I know for me, my biggest thing was making sure that I'm doing date night with my husband on a weekly basis. So I'm blocking that time out. But then I'm also making sure I'm blocking time out for myself because that is another huge thing that I know is hasn't come as natural to me. I feel like men, mm. it's, it's natural for them to take care of themselves. For women, yep. it's not so much. So yep. making sure that I have time carved out for myself as well as planned out, you know, all the other events um, for the totally. week. So I'm prepared and know what's going on. Okay. I love that so much. And so you start off, you say, by writing it down in categories, right? What, one thing I heard, and this is probably what you do, it, it was new to me, but when you're feeling overwhelmed, um, going ahead and doing a brain dump, just writing everything down. But then instead of just having a to-do list, because that's what I used to do. I just have lists everywhere. Take every item on that list and put it somewhere on a calendar. So this is a little bit more big picture. I mean, but I do think it applies to our weekly schedule and something I'm working on is as long as it fits, okay, I'll deal with that Tuesday. So it's almost like you can now take it off of your shoulders because it's got a day that you're going to actually deal with it. Whether it's like make a service appointment for the car or just call the dentist, call the dentist you're, you've got in my head, yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it might be. Like as long as you take that brain dump and you assign it somewhere, now it's no longer just like weighing over your head, like this heavy cloud. So that's been helpful to me to assign everything a day. And then oftentimes I'll take that Tuesday and put an arrow over to Wednesday <laughs> Then Wednesday I move it to Thursday, but at least it's written down somewhere. And so that helps me because I'm one of those people that wake up in the middle of the night with all the thoughts, all the stuff. And if, if it's written down, it really helps. So I love that. Okay. So prepping for the week and you use like a paper day planner or are you a computer yeah. girl? Paper. No, I'm hybrid. So I will plan it out on paper first and then I put it into my phone because let's just be honest, we always have our phones on us. So I will put it into my Google Calendar and put alerts on there so that I can remind myself, yeah, you remember you're supposed to do this thing called self-care at this time. So yes. I do put it in there. Self-care. I love it. Do you have a goal each week? Like just one thing for yourself that week or just making sure you're doing the things that you know fill you up? Yeah, it's, it's really just kind of checking in. It's kind of different week by week. Um, but I've been really trying to do the whole cycle thinking and making sure that I'm using my energy in the right place and supporting myself um, when I need it the most. Because I think a lot of times I try to push through even when I'm tired or mm, when I'm totally. just not feeling it. So yep. it just kind of depends. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Okay. I love number four. 
And that is something I hadn't really thought of as part of a weekly routine. Talk to us about rebooting everything. Yes. Yes. So one thing I learned from my very techie husband is that um, I have a million apps on my phone and my phone dies quickly because I have a million apps running in the yeah. background. And oh, he gets yeah. on me all the time because he's like, why do you have so many things on your phone? And I'm like, I don't know, but I just <laughs> like apps. But the biggest thing that I found is that it's a couple of things that happen when you have all these apps and programs running on your different devices. One, it causes it to run slow. Two, it um, uses up a lot of memory. So it starts crashing. And then three, you get those unwanted updates when you're in the middle of a Zoom call or oh, meeting yeah. and things like uh -huh. that. So rebooting your devices helps to really close those programs and apps out. So they're really, really like they're they're closed down. Because I know a lot of times on our phones, we can like do this little swipe and we think it's closed, but it's still running in the background. Oh, so rebooting yeah. your devices will help you with those unwanted crashes or updates in the middle of things. Um, and helps you to have um, a week that goes by a lot smoothly and you don't have as many technical difficulties. Uh -huh. Especially if you're depending on technology for your work or your school or whatever else. So you have the whole family reboot everything on Sundays. I I literally will just go around and just start hitting everything. <laughs> ah, right on. Oh, that yes, is so cool. That it. is so cool. Okay. And then I love number five because it's something I so rarely do. It's kind of embarrassing. Clean out the purse. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is a big one because a lot of times we have things in our purses, or even if you don't carry a purse, you use a, a backpack or a bag, diaper bag, whatever, whatever it is for you. We collect things and we things do. get in there that aren't supposed to be in there. Kids shove so, things in there, right? They just come yes. up and start dumping their stuff. Yes. So it's so important that we take time to go through and get those things that need to be out, out and put the things that need to be in there in. Because funny story, I was going to an event and I could not find my keys. I had a straight up attitude with my husband because I could not find my keys. And I swore he took them. And I'm like, it's <laughs> my keys. Where did you put my keys? The keys were at the bottom of the purse because I had so uh, much stuff I couldn't oh, find yeah. it. So it's so yes. important that we're cleaning it out and making sure that we have what we need available. Yes. Yes. And there's nothing worse than having to dump your purse and everything in it in a public place because you're panicking, thinking that you don't have something and you're like, oh boy, I just made quite a scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's super fun. Okay. So then the, we won't walk through now on your website, people can find all these routines, right? Access to where they can get them. So name the other two routines you said are key for your week. Yes. Two other key um, routines really quick are your uh, morning routine and evening routine. I know a lot of times people focus on that morning routine, but the evening routine is key. If you can get those things that you need to kind of just get your day um, jump started and ready to go, it will make your morning so much smoother. So you can actually take time to really do things for yourself and get your mind ready for whatever it is that you have to do that day. So really quick, a couple quick things yeah. to do in the I evening. I want to hear it. I would say is making sure you're looking at what um, you're having the next day, getting any, um, if you're, you know, uh, going to work and you have to have something um, for a meeting, have all those things ready to go, write out your to-do list or your top three things to do or your top thing to do, even if it's just one thing, just writing that thing out. Um, and then if the kids are going out, even if they're doing virtual, have them get their stuff ready to go. So I like to have my kids backpack like right next to the door so we can grab it and go. I don't have to look for anything. Oh, I just so know where smart. my stuff is. And then last one is lunches. Having lunches, if you can, get those lunches prepared because, again, it'll make your morning so much smoother. You'll wake up in the morning and be like, thank God for my past self who just set me up today. Uh, it'll make it go so much better. Oh, my goodness. That is so good. I love that. 
I even love that for the lunch part. Homeschooling, I always, it, lunchtime just gets me. I'm like, what is this meal? Like I get breakfast, I get dinner, lunch. Like what do we, somebody needs to create a new lunch for me because, but, but really on those days where I'm like, oh, there's leftovers from last night, you know, now I have that in my head that come lunchtime, I'll just say, hey boys, heat up what's in the fridge and I can go take a power nap or, you know, take a little me time. But, um, oh, those are, those are really good. And I love that you have backpacks packed by the door. I always say the few years my boys went to school, like literally preschool, I think I lost my temper more in the mornings before school than any other time because I was always scrambling. I was like, I never signed those papers and you don't have this and oh, lunch. And like mornings can be so stressful. So if you pack it up the night before, mm, big difference. Yes, huge difference. Okay, now before we wrap up, I don't remember if I did this last time, but I used to have something I always did with my boy moms, and then I kind of just spaced for a while and wasn't doing it. So I don't remember if I asked you, did I ask you my boy mom questions on a recording that didn't work? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. So you're kind of prepped. Otherwise, I'd just be throwing them at you. Okay. So let's let's dive in, wrap up with a couple boy mom questions. First, can you share one boy mom essential, something you can't imagine living without anything goes? For me right now, because my kids have a ton of toys, is I have a basket in a central location that I will like take all their toys and dump it in at the end of the day. So I don't have to like tell them, put this here, put this there. Like I would just take it all and just dump it in there. And it just makes my life easier. And then they can figure it out when they're ready to play with it. Absolutely. I like that. It's like pick your battles. Like Mm -hmm. you could like get nitpicky and have to put every toy away every night or put it in the basket and deal with it later. That is so good. That is so good. Okay. Can you think of a time that one or both of your boys did something, said something, or dragged something in that made you just realize that you were a hashtag boy mom, just a big boy mom moment? <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the, the time when I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and sat down and it was like pee all over my butt because oh, kids yeah. don't lift up this toilet seat. <laughs> That'll do it. That's definitely a hashtag boy mom thing. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And then final question. Looking back over these past years of being a boy mom, all the things you do, is there a piece of wisdom you would give to yourself if you could speak to a brand new you when you first brought your first son home from the hospital? What would be just some wisdom you might share with some of the younger moms listening? Yeah, I would definitely, if I could go back and tell myself, I would tell myself, you know exactly what you're doing. You may be questioning, but you have that um, intuition that is going to guide you and lead you um, and trust that because it's going to lead you in the right place. So um, Mm. definitely that you got this for sure. Yeah. We doubt ourselves a lot, don't we? Mm -hmm. And I think most of us looking back realize we did have what we needed. So if you can start off with that, I love that. Good advice. So good. Okay. Well, if people want to find you and follow you and get your downloads and all that, tell everyone where they can go. Yes. Yes. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can find me at Real Happy Mom as well. We have lots of other great conversations just like we did here. Um, And then I'm all over social at Real Happy Mom. Um, But I have something very special for you. If you are listening to this podcast, if you go over to realhappymom.com slash boy mom, there you'll find access to the checklist for free and also the workbook if you wanted to grab that and some other information as well. So realhappymom.com slash boy mom. 
Sweet. Awesome. And we'll be linking to that in our show notes. Tony Ann, it is so much fun talking to you. Thank you for giving it a second round here. Um, I'm encouraged and inspired, and I think I'm going to have a better year because of all that you have to offer. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You betcha. God bless. Aloha. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed getting to know Tony Ann. I love meeting new friends and sharing from other people's experience and expertise here on the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed that as well. You will find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash 127. And you can check out all the other things Tony Ann has to share as well as her free download. So thanks for being here, guys. Thanks again for sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social media. Thanks for your ratings and reviews and just appreciate you so much. So hopefully I'll be seeing you in the Christian Parenting Every Parent Wants to Know event. Get your tickets at bit.ly forward slash boy mom every parent and have a wonderful rest of your week. Until next time, aloha. Aloha.